guys, welcome back to the Starring Milana podcast. This is season four, episode 13. Happy International Women's Day. Um, you know, I was thinking about this. Two years ago, I did an episode with one of my really good friends, Iris Palmer, and it was around this time, and it was for International Women's Day, and we talked about can women have it all, and that was a really, really good episode, and I just remembered it, and I'm going to link it out in the episode notes because I really recommend you guys go and listen to it because the conversation was, like, great. We talked about can women have it all? Is it even possible? All of these, like, societal pressures on us. So, um, yeah, I love that episode. I will have that conversation a million more times over. I want to find someone who has the opposite view of us, you know? What do you mean? Um, So we said, can women have it all? No. And we said it was no, not at the same, not at the, the same, same time. time. Um, and I feel like there's people out there who like believe the opposite. That you can have it yeah. all at the same time? Yes. Anyway, welcome guys. If you're new here, um, this is a weekly podcast that's released every single Monday. Um, and of course, there's a YouTube version to this. So if you are a visual person and need to see my face, um, you can go to youtube.com forward slash starring Milana. If you're listening, um, if you're watching on YouTube and want to listen on podcast audio apps, I'm available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, and some other ones that I don't really can't think of at the top of my head right now. All the podcasts, wherever you can listen to podcasts, it's there. Um, the person you hear on the mic in the background is my co- co-producer and friend, Lena. Say hi, hi. again, even though you Happy already talked. International <laughs> Women's Day. Oh, there you go. Yeah, International Women's Day. Um, and yeah, so if you're new here, there's three segments. The first one's BTS, where I recap my past week. The second one is called Talkworthy, where we pick a few things going on in the media and try to offer a new or different perspective. And the third segment is called Dropping Gems, where we pick a topic of the week and we drop a few gems. Um, so we pray before we start every episode... And Lena started praying and I just started cracking up because I started thinking about like, because she was like, God, like it's, you know, I hope you're listening to our prayers. I don't know what you said. We're one in like a billion. I said, it's Lena and Milana. It's like, it's like two out of the billion people that you made. <laughs> yeah, that you made that like are like you're that are asking you for something, right? Um, and I thought it was so funny because I started laughing because I'm just thinking about all of the prayers that I have prayed in my life. I started thinking about, because, okay, so, all right, let me just backtrack a little bit because I didn't think about this until this moment. Last Monday, I was on uh, IG Live with one of my good friends, Arissa, at Ask Riss, and we talked about, you know, the role of faith and spirituality in a woman's life, um, and I talked about my prayer process, so I'll get into that in a second, but when I think about, like, and I, and I said on that, that live that I have been praying, like, every night since I was, like, as long as I can remember, probably since I was seven years old. Honestly, seven years old is where I have, like, where, like, probably where I have my best memories from anything before that, like, I remember glimpses of things, but... Seven is when I basically moved to America and I remember everything at that point. So I've been praying every night since I was seven years old, even when I'm like wasted drunk on the toilet. Like I always make sure that I pray. You always have to say that. I have to say that because people forget to pray those times. I was praying high up an edible one time and I was like, oh shit. That's yeah, like- you're praying for God to help, yeah. help you. <laughs> no, I was in the middle of my nightly prayer and then I was like, wait, I can't get the words out. Oh shit. Like I'm like, <laughs> anyway, so, um, so I've been praying. I've always prayed. And when Lena's saying this prayer, she's trying to get the words out. She doesn't even know what to pray for anymore. Like, every week it's the same thing. It's like, God, can you hear us? Like, whatever. And I'm thinking to myself, like, I have prayed some really dumb prayers in my life. Like, especially when you're younger, the things that you pray for or ask for are just ridiculous. And one thing comes, like, if I sit down and really, like, try to remember, I can give you a list of horrific things. But one thing that really, really, like, 
sticks in my mind is like you know i'm armenian so like we have hair you know like we're like kind of hairy oh you know, we're hairy children right know. now thanks to laser hair removal you won't find any hair on my body except for that of my head my eyelashes and my eyebrows um you know with an occasional touch-up but back in the day you know being armenian you have hair um and i remember being like maybe it was like sixth or seventh grade and i'm just like praying for my hair to disappear by eighth grade like that was the pray the prayer that I used to say I had like a slight little like little fuzz above my lip like it was just like maybe like a little baby stash I would say yeah probably a little more than a peach fuzz oh my god remember it was it was pretty obvious I had a guy I told you this in third grade write me a note say I like you even with the mustache oh my god (laughs) oh my god you guys People are so weird. So, like, my second crush ever um, said, said, put, like, he, we liked each other, we would flirt, but, like, we never told each other that, you know? Like, we liked each other. And I found a note in my backpack that said, I like you even with a mustache, and, like, signed his name. Like, what a little jerk, right? Like, my little peach fuzz. It's also fuzz. a compliment. Like, I like I know, you like, he likes are. it, right? Yeah. Like, how I am. But, like, what's wrong with me? Like, what's wrong with the peach fuzz? Like, he's also Armenian. Like, he definitely had one going on, too. Like, come on. Anyway, so... um, so I had like a little bit of that and then I had like hair on my arms, you know, just like, you know, just like, just hairy, like Middle Eastern, like Europe, like Armenian, whatever you want to call that region of people hair. So I kept praying like in sixth and seventh grade, like so embarrassing that people are like praying for like a cure for cancer and I'm over here praying for uh, hair removal. <laughs> I can't, you know, I don't have a good memory at all. The only thing I can like remember praying for is like good grades because like interesting. my dad was like very intense about the grades and like both my brother and sister are like overachievers and like got very good grades so I'm like damn I have to like live up to this yeah. shit and so but you're also the to... youngest I feel like you had a little more grace no yeah I did but like it's but there's something to compare it to and like an expectation True. True. like they set the bar like high, high. so I was like so you're oh. over here like damn yeah I'm like please god just give that me that is so funny yeah so <laughs> I don't I, I'm sure I prayed for grades yeah I'm sure I prayed for that's, a lot of but like grades. I have a bad memory so that's like barely any like what yeah. I can remember from like me praying back then yeah so that was my horrible prayer that's it's not horrible whatever it would be like you could be praying for something bad I guess yeah that's true I guess anyway now um, it's like characteristics and like like what I like what I pray for now it's like mm-hmm. more to like the caliber of person or like how I want you know what I mean to yeah, live yeah, my yeah. life like yeah that's good. more than things like I don't pray for like material things yeah um so speaking of that live let me uh I want to say this because I said it on the live and a lot of people have been um DMing me about it and reposting it and asking questions and for me to like explain the acronym again so basically I got this um from the bible app it's like a daily devotional that I was reading and it was teaching you the way that you can pray if you don't really know in which order you should pray or maybe you don't know how to pray and this has stuck with me for a long time so P is for praise so you say you know thank you God for another day or however you want to praise God R is for repent so you repent you know whatever it is that you need to repent again like it can be like something that you believe maybe is a sin it could be maybe something like you know you had an encounter with somebody that day and it didn't um it didn't go the way that you would like it to go and you feel bad it's like heavy on your heart um and then a is for ask so this is like the this is the part where you ask God for whatever you want maybe it's these you know traits or qualities or you want you know uh, your mustache to disappear off your face. Um, and then, 
why is the most important one, which I never did before I read this in devotional, and it's yield. So that means like you pause and then you ask God, like, what is, what is it that you want me to do? How do you want me to move? What kind of message do you want me to put out in the world? Who do you want me to be in the world? Um, and you just pause and you like hear and listen from God. You just be still. So um, again, that's P for praise, R for repent, A for ask, and Y for yield. And that is the order that I pray in. Um, and it's been very, it's like been beneficial for me because I remember all the things. Yeah. That- We've said this a few times on the podcast before where it's like prayer is you like talking to God and meditation is like God talking to you. So mm-hmm. I feel like the yield is kind of like meditation yeah. and for you to like stop and like, like you said, hear from and like give space and time for like God to like download a message to you yeah. or like for you to hear from good God. Point. So that's a really, that's a good one. I never, um, I didn't know about that acronym before. Yeah. I've never heard that, Yeah, but it's nice. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I'm in, a, I, I would use that. That's like very helpful to like break it down that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. All right, here we go. Let's get into the first segment, BTS. I strained my ankle, um, you know, I don't really want to talk about how I strained my ankle. <laughs> Just know I was being clumsy. Uh, hmm, irresponsible? No. What? This is kind of shady. <laughs> I know. This is private information. Oh. I don't um, even get Just so you guys don't feel bad, I don't get this information either. Yeah. All I know is that she said something about a sidewalk, which could be a lie. Who it knows? was a lie. <laughs> oh, my God. What a liar. I can't. Wow. I'm, I'm not ready. Right I'm now. not ready to share this information with you. I know. You already or told anybody. me. I can't. So, I, yeah, I was doing something that I, not that I should have been doing, but like, like, what? So I strained my ankle. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Sorry. I'm done with her. I'm not ready. I'm not ready, audience, but one day. Um, so, yes, I hurt my ankle doing some dumb shit, and... Um, I lied to my friend because I can't talk about it. Um, you could have just said, I'm not going to tell you why. I know, I thought why. about that, but I feel like that makes me, feel, I, I feel bad saying that to you. No, then, you said then it you to feel, me before yeah, in Lola's bedroom. I know, but like, I feel bad because I feel like you think I'm hiding things from no, you and it's not the I'm case. No, I'm not that person. Okay, there are not, people like that. I know, and that's not the case. It's just more of like, you it's know. It's okay, next time you can say... Okay, I'm not gonna, so I won't I'm, lie to you. I'll just be like, I'm not ready to share yeah. this information with you. Okay, wow, that's very mature. I'm not, I don't know if I'm ready to be that person. I'm just like so used you to did lying. It, but <laughs> you're stupid. You don't give yourself enough credit because you did it when it was like actually the topic itself. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. So hold yourself to a higher standard. You're right. Okay, okay. So I'm you done can lying. do it. And you did it, and the reaction was fine. You guys, I just like I'm trying to keep this this one thing to myself, and it's which you uh, should. And it's 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 yeah, but I've had to navigate through people and their questions, and every oh. time that I have to, I'm the one who asks a lot of questions, and I didn't ask any follow up questions. I know, but like people ask, and I'm always like dicking and dodging. So like oh, at this dear. point. <laughs> myself you see i can't i can't lie forever yeah i can see that anywho we're gonna move on anyway um you know strained her ankle she asked me (laughs) if she like sprained it or strained it and where she like hurt it i don't think she like sprained it she just like probably pulled like a tendon Mm-hmm. And she was very upset that she had to miss a couple workouts. It's so frustrating because I feel like I just got, not just, it's been like a solid month where I got in this groove of like 
working out six days a week or five days a week. Do you get, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm pawn, I'm confused. What? You've been working out five days well, a week for so long. No, I think for that like there the was the last like, four or five, four months. No, I wasn't going to orange theory that consistently. And like, I would wake up and have my period or like, I'd be like, Oh, I don't want to go today. Or like I slept in. It's like, I had days where I'd be like, I'll break the cycle a little bit. Since the- January, you haven't, <clears throat> you think? Yeah, I call you every morning. What are you talking yeah. about? No, I, I feel you, like I took breaks in between, no? You ne- no, I don't okay. know what you're talking about. Okay, not, so again, the past like two months, we've been in this since, group. Yeah. So I've been in this like group of like working out and now I'm like so she frustrated. She upped her workout. So she's yeah. talking about being used to like upping it to like six days a week. Yeah, and yeah. so it's frustrating now that like I had to take two days off. Which is not that much, but it's yeah, not, it is. But it when, does when you throw work, you off because when yeah, you don't work out, you eat like shit. Like I do believe that. Like for yeah. me, like if I worked out that day, I'll eat decently. I'm not gonna say I eat super healthy because like yeah. I still need like carb life. But I'll eat, but when I when I'm not working out, I'm eating like shit. You know if what I mean? If you work out every day and you miss like two days, like that's a lot. It and is. then for me. It like I it sets the tone for the beginning of my day because yes. I like to work out and it's like a routine for me. Yeah. So if I don't work out in the morning, I'm all like I'm like You're a chicken. Like lazy. Yeah, I'm like a chicken like... with my head cut off. I don't know what to do. Yeah. Like I don't know what's next. Like breakfast would be next if I didn't work out and like yeah. X, Y, and Z, like showering and then whatever. And I can't get it together. Like when I don't work out, I'm like, wait, what am I supposed to be doing? Yeah, right now? exactly. So that's why it's like annoying to me too I yeah hate it. I've been I've, it's it's throwing me off I'm like a little frustrated but I went to uh with to Orange Theory and I walked on the treadmill and like my ankle did hurt but it's not like like unbearable and so like we were, when we're doing lunges I have to like do squats because I can't put like too much strain on one one foot like too much pressure on one foot yeah she was walking on like were you walking on 12 incline or 15 or what yeah 15 and 12 yeah and i was looking we can like track our (laughs) spot points i'm like this bitch is walking and she's at 12 spot points yeah i'm like oh my god i was running my ass off Mm -hmm. and like she's short so like no offense anything (laughs) she does is like gets her heart rate up yeah but like if i'm running yeah it's more effort like i can take one stride (laughs) which is like three of her strides yeah so like it takes a lot for me to get my heart rate up and i'm at 12 running at like nine (laughs) and she's at 12 walking i was like i can't That's so funny. And yeah. then you surpassed me. She ended up getting more splat points than me. Which I got 19 splat yeah. points today. Like, I haven't gotten that in so long. I didn't even do anything. Well, today was a full-on, like, endurance day. Yeah. Like, it was hard. Like, but I didn't was... even do the... I didn't do any of the, like... I didn't jump on at, at the um, burpees. I, I stepped yeah. out and in because I couldn't jump. Yeah, I mean, I never get points on the floor yeah never it has to be like something crazy. but like then the rowing was also long distance rowing that's true yeah Yeah. anyway so hopefully my ankle gets back speaking of working out i have been getting a lot of like dms lately about because okay so when i post my workouts i'm not posting to like hey guys like showing off like i made it to my workout and when i post these like quotes that i post every day or like these inspirational quotes or these prayers whatever i'm not posting them because I'm like, look at me. I'm so deep. I'm really posting them because something in it like resonated with me or I felt it in my heart to post it for somebody else. And I, you know, sometimes I wonder like, I wonder what people think when I post this shit, but I've been getting a lot of DMs from people like, oh, um, I'm hitting the gym, bro. Thanks for the motivation. Or like how, how many times days a week do you go? Oh, five. Okay. I'm hitting my third workout. Like this is keeping me like, you know, mm-hmm. um, accountable and then the, the every day I get somebody messages me like thank you for this message I needed it and you know I just didn't know where to look for it so I remember that because sometimes I'm like searching for something and I need uh to either hear from God or just something I need the universe or wh- whatever you believe in to speak to me and like I'll randomly see something on Instagram I'm like oh like 
damn, I really needed that. Like, I'm glad that person shared that. So, um, yeah, it's not for nothing. So if you feel it, like, in your heart to share something, you should share it. Yeah, I think also a lot of people resonate even with, with whatever it is, but the consistency in which you do it, like, yeah. it's almost like they can expect it. Yeah. So, like, even Yeah, Grace, say, like, I love, she's like, I love, um, I look forward to your messages on Instagram yeah, every ex- day. Yeah, exactly. Oh so, God. like, for people, like, I think it, it's also the message itself and, like, what you're sharing, but it's also, like, respecting and admiring the consistency behind it of yeah. you because that means they know that every day you're reading a devotional and yeah. like you're reading something they're like damn like okay I need to go get one yeah now. and then with like the working out it's the same like it's the same thing I mean like you know what I mean people will see like that message like keep going like you're inspiring people that you like you don't even know like yeah. imagine the people who don't message you and mm-hmm. say things like like that's say true. that like that's a whole other group of message people. me guys <laughs> god yeah you know like some people get too busy like they see it and they like register yeah. it or like maybe they're shy and like they don't want to say anything or whatever I mean it was actually funny and like even it doesn't matter like if you have a big following or not like mm-hmm. the same no. like whenever I I got Milana this like devotional that I saw and it was actually funny I found the reason I found that lady and I know she's popular mm-hmm. is was through Rihanna because Rihanna would, would mm-hmm. post like the digital version and it took me a while to I was like who writes this I'm like where'd she get it from and then I found like the obviously the book version um what's Joyce what? Meyer Joyce Meyer yeah mm-hmm. and she has like a date like a morning one and an evening one she has like a bunch of different books they're really good and like I like their snippet and like bite size like yeah. if you want to just read it in the morning or at night and then I think she has like longer like books that are yeah. like, more in depth but um like whenever I post anything like that or like working out like people like you know you make friends with people on Instagram like you've never met from like different parts of like the world yeah. um and the country and stuff so it's like cool and they like you bond over like your love for like working out or your like love for like your like growth and self-development and stuff like that but it was actually funny too our trainer told Milana on Thursday like oh I booked a client because of you and I already knew where this was going and she's <laughs> like who I'm like, what? I don't know anyone or whatever. And so Because they showed... would have like DM'd me and said, yeah, hey, exactly. I'm going I was to like, Tony. I already yeah. knew she didn't know this person. Because all the people person. I know yeah. have said, hey, I'm going to Tony. That yeah. use him now. So I'm like, yeah. So I knew she didn't know who this was. <laughs> and then he like showed it to her and, um, she was like, no, I don't know this person. And then he said where she was from and like we like she didn't know her. So it's like this is someone who just follows her, who yeah. saw her like work out with this person. And maybe this person like lived close to him and was like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm going to work out with him too. So like that's another example. She, like didn't, that. she lives further than us. Yeah, she does, yeah. which I thought was weird, but yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, Need that extra discount, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> that shit is long gone. <laughs> we milked that shit for as long as we could. Uh, oh, anyways. Maybe he needs some digital content exchange for orgasms. You know, like I can shoot some videos yeah, for him. Yeah, he said he was going to like record. Like, we, have, yeah. Maybe we should pitch him an idea and get a discounted rate. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, he's sunny. So, yeah, so that – so I'm getting back on my workout. And thank you guys for sending me your messages. Um, what else? So Shade Room posted this, and I thought it was so funny. It's not, like, talk-worthy, but I thought, like, it made me, like, reminisce. They said, whose poster was on your bedroom wall when you were a kid? So I was, like, dying laughing because my sister and I shared a room um, up to, like, a certain age, and we had, like, bunk beds. So I had a wall and a half, and she had, like, a wall and a half. And my wall, so first I had an entire door and a half a wall of Nelly, just Nelly. Like, my Nelly wall, my obsession with Nelly was so real. The other half of my wall was like in sync and like Justin Timberlake, like some Britney. And then under my like my bunk bed, you know how you have that wall mm-hmm. portion too? It was Ja Rule, Ashanti, 
Charlie Baltimore, Vita, like all of the Murder Inc. crew. And that was what, and then my sister's half was like some really like emo Green Day and all kinds of like rock bands. I don't even know what was going on on that side of the wall, but <laughs> this was, these were my posters. I wish if I had a man, like a man's poster on my like. Really? Yeah. You don't know my dad. He'd be like, what? But it's a musician. It doesn't, he doesn't like, yeah, like he doesn't like. Not that he doesn't like musicians. He doesn't like the like obsession, obsession. with another human yeah. because of what they do or whatever. Understandable. Like upset, be obsessed if they're doing good things or whatever. But not when because you're a they... kid, like what about the Teletubbies? No, not that either. Interesting. He's an interesting person. But okay, yeah. but yeah, because even fine. that, it's like, what is this like doing for you? What value is this bringing? Like, it makes me happy. I'm a kid. It doesn't take much. Yeah. Here's he wants God to make Lala happy. and Poe. And- I hated the Teletubbies. They scared the shit out <laughs> of me. They were so crazy. They scared the shit out of me. I liked. <laughs> oh um, my god. I liked Barney, and I liked. Um, oh my god, I'm blanking. My grandma had this doll. The what? Rugrats. Oh, I mean yeah. the Rugrats are like you yeah. can't even beat the Rugrats. Yeah. Bill and Winnie Bill. the Pooh. Oh, I love them so much. Yeah, those were like my favorite. Oh my god, look, Orange Theory just texted me. I wonder oh. what they want. Do you think I made a class? You did. Yeah, of course. Why? Confirm. Sorry, guys, I have to do this now before they kick me out of the class. Okay. She didn't let me book my lash appointment last week, but she gets to text during podcast. Oh, sorry. This is important. This is my health. Um, I'm not saying you're not important, J-Ron. Lashes are very important. Okay, so what else happened um, in BTS? <clears throat> oh, um, there was a clip of Lamar Odom watching uh, his wedding show with Chloe. Did you see that? No. He was, like, watching it, and he somebody recorded him, and he was saying, like, thank you to the Kardashians and Chloe for the opportunity and the crossover. They gave me family, and he gets so emotional when he watches, like, their wedding video. I saw him in an interview where he like spoke highly of her, but I didn't, I don't know if I just thought it was so cute. And it's like, seems like a lifetime ago that they got married and like time really flies, but it's nice that he has this like impression of them and like, thank you. He's thankful. Yeah. You know, cause a lot of people blamed them for his situation. I know. I hate people. Like if you knew him, you knew he had issues prior to meeting anybody in that family. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. So I was just. Same thing with all the other people in that, on that show. (laughs) They had problems prior. Not the show, like life. (laughs) Like aside from the show, like their whole life. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Every single person in their life. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And then what else? Okay. Also guys, like. I've been going out, or I was, I haven't like last week, but I would go out to eat, I would do all these things, and the past week, there have been, there's a shooting at El Pasteo, there was a robbery at Toca Madera, there's like home invasions, there is, um, what else happened, um, yeah, I mean, that's about it, oh, the dog walker, and Lady Gaga, like, you cannot go out. It's really scary now. Because people have not, like, nothing to do anymore. So what? They're just robbing and shooting and like, they're like everyone. Oh, you know what I was thinking? Like, is it because everyone's literally physically outside? Like, it's if, if this guy was sitting in Toca Madera with all his jewelry inside of the restaurant, do you think somebody would have walked up and robbed oh. him? No. Yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah. It's, it, people are easily accessible yeah, now that they're outside. For sure, yeah, for sure. Easily accessible. Like every restaurant's outside. So you can just walk by, shoot, grab, rob, go. Oh my God. It's scary. It is. Yeah. We need to go back inside. It's time. It's definitely time. Okay, the last thing I want to talk about, because it's International Women's Day, I wanted to kind of give like a little history lesson because I feel like a lot of people don't really 
know what it is and why we celebrate it. Um, it's a actually a United Nations sanctioned global holiday, which I didn't know okay, until I Googled United it. Nations. I know. Um, you know, and on this day we celebrate women's contributions to society and like all that we are, right? But um, let me see. I found this little write up. So in Russia, by the way, it's really big. So my dad always buys like the women in his life flowers, like my sister and I like gifts, my mom, <clears throat> his mom and whoever. So it's like super, super big. It's like Valentine's Day in Russia. Um, and I think maybe like Armenia too and like parts of Europe, but in America it's like not that big like yeah. people are just like posting women on yeah, social like media a and that's digital it. holiday yeah it's a digital holiday but it's like it's like national best friend day <laughs> yeah but like Hopefully no it's a little better than that yeah, but, but yeah but like in russia it's like really well big. i mean we talked about this i think last week i think a lot of brands and like influencers and people they because do, they need content yeah i was gonna say like they do a yeah. lot of campaigns surrounding it and they do like panels and like forums and things like that like with women speaking and it's kind of like a time to elevate like women's topics and like yeah. and talk about women's contribution and like give them recognition and like awards and mm-hmm. like give them their their flowers so yeah, yeah they're virtual flowers they're virtual flowers <laughs> i mean you could give them real flowers too please do yeah. um please do um but yeah so so i was wondering because like it's so big in my culture i'm like what like what where did it start like where did it originate from so i did a little research and i found this on time magazine um although international women's day had started with action from the women's labor movement in the u.s it took on a truly revolutionary form in russia in 1917 um just as zetkin's idea was spreading through europe russia where international women's day was established in in 1913 was facing unrest for other reasons too it was against the backdrop of a country exhausted by war widespread food shortages and escalating popular protests that the nation's 1917 international women's day demonstration was held on february 23rd of that year the equivalent of march 8th in the russian calendar indicating the significance of the date of the commemorations today though it wasn't Russia's first International Women's Day historian and activist Ruth Child of Harvard's Davis Center for Russian, oh my God, blah, 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 said women were mostly the ones on the breadline and were the core protesters. In fact, male revolutionaries like Trotsky were upset at them as these disobedient and misbehaving women were going out on this International Women's Day when they were meant to wait until May to protest. Despite the initial directives from revolutionary leaders, the protests that began on March 8th grew to daily daily mass strikes of workers from all sectors demanding bread, better rights, and the end of autocracy. A week later, the Tsar abdicated, signaling the downfall of the Russian Empire and paving the way for socialism and the formation of the Soviet Union in 1922. So basically, life was not shit in Russia, and the women said, we're gonna fucking do this ourselves and women just went off and this is like for women to do this in russia yeah in the 19th whatever it's like what like it's mind-blowing when they say bread like they mean literal bread yes like like food and like like the like the living uh situation there at the time was horrible and nobody was doing anything about it were they getting paid like did they also get money or they were only getting like bread i don't even know if they they didn't hear anything about like increase in wages um let me see what I it says know. here so this is a like originally it, it's a holiday that originated in russia yeah that's so cool i i think in some form it was like it started here but i don't know if it really went anywhere yeah i mean well it took its like yeah biggest it's meaning, yeah. meaning yeah in russia so i think that's so interesting that no wonder interesting. we celebrate it because when yeah. we just like grab life and we're like you know what we're gonna yeah. go because no one's doing anything you see what happens when a bunch of women come together we'll talk about that in dropping gems all right so that's bts let's get into talkworthy the first thing I want to talk about is um, Bad Baby. I hate the way she spells her name with the H's. Like, drives me crazy. Bad, you know. <laughs> Whatever. 
Bad Baby uh, posted this thing on Instagram where she was basically urging for the shutdown of Turnabout Ranch and in Utah. So according to Complex, Bad Baby's calling out a Utah treatment facility for troubled teens claiming that she was abused and malnourished while spending time there. So apparently a 19-year-old girl, Hannah Archulita, filed a lawsuit alleging sexual assault by a man working at the ranch that and Dr. Phil has sent her there. <clears throat> so she was on his show oh. and he sent her there. He sent Bad Baby there too. Oh. Um, I guess he sends most of the his, the troubled teens there. Um, so is Dr. Phil qualified to be sending people places? Yeah, he's a doctor. Is he? Yes. Isn't he a psychologist? That's still a doctor. I mean, he has a PhD in psychology. That's a doctor. I understand. It's a doctorate. It's a doctorate. That's not a medical doctor. But you're still a doctor. When you have a PhD, you, they call you a doctor. I know, but you're not a real doctor. If you're a psychologist, what's a real doctor? If you're a psychologist, no, you're I mean like doctor I, of psychology. I understand, but you mean like a medical doctor? Yeah. But if you don't, he's well, for what he does and what he's sending them for. You don't need to be a medical doctor. These I know, are kids like who are troubled. Are really... That's actually like the psychology. No, program. I understand, but I'm just saying, like Doctor Phil is really sending people to yeah. like facilities. Yes. Like that, like they're voluntarily going. He's recommending that they go. Yes. Um, so I'm going to talk about yeah. that because I, I have, I know an involuntary experience that somebody close to me had. To yeah. Yeah. But it has nothing to do with Dr. No. Phil. And I don't yeah. know how many of those are voluntary and involuntary. I think like, like no, I mean, for like, these two girls is probably voluntary. Yeah. If but you're on a Dr. Phil show, you can't be forced to go somewhere. Your parents can send you. Yeah. Your parents. Yeah, if you're under parents, age. Yeah. And yeah. they, and some of them are. Um, so he I sent, haven't watched Dr. Phil in a while. I was like, I don't remember him sending people places, but I guess. Yeah. It's not every episode, but like, you know, it's like the ones with the troubled kids. Oh, dear. Um, so he sent her, he sent bad baby there as well. And she said there was a murder at this ranch while she was there. She was malnourished and abused. Um, and she came back more traumatized than she left. And um, she said that if children don't listen to them, they don't even let them use a proper restroom or eat real food. They separate them from the other children, force them to sit in a desk facing a wall, make them do hard labor, use a porta potty, eat peanut butter sandwiches and cold ramen, sit at below freezing temperatures, pick weeds, and put together over 20 piles of horse manure with a wheelbarrow. How is punishing children supposed to help them become better? So I had a friend's brother who was like troubled and he was like really troubled and he was acting out and and he wouldn't go to a facility like this so they had to actually when you say troubled do you mean like he had a mental illness so later it came out that he had a okay. mental illness but at the time it wasn't diagnosed and there weren't really signs of like a mental illness it just seemed like he was just like mad at life and everybody but I it mean, wasn't like that's a very there weren't sign. like bipolar it wasn't like mood swings it wasn't like what you would usually see it just seemed like a kid who was like i fucking hate all of you guys like 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 that and because yeah but in my of, opinion yes, underlyingly if that's the case there is something happening yeah. Yes, I, like, I don't disagree could be with you. Depression, it could be. Yeah, yes, yeah. it was. He was acting out after a divorce, so like the 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 initial thought was like, oh, he just doesn't know how to handle this mm -hmm. divorce. So instead of voluntarily going to one of these places, they came and got him in the middle of the night. Like they come someone, in, they grab you, they put you in a van, and but you someone go. initiated. Yes, that. his parents yeah. did because mm -hmm. there's no there's this is like the last thing that they could how do. How old was he? He was young. He was underage. He was probably like fifteen. And he was married already. No. What do you think? Divorce. divorce. His parents divorced. Oh, I was like, what? No, girl. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So, so they came and they got him. And I remember like 
when he, you know, talked about it afterwards, like it is manual labor. The conditions are really bad. I'm not saying he went to the same mm-hmm. one. He did go somewhere in a different state. I feel like it probably was somewhere in Utah or Idaho. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, but the conditions were horrible. They were, you know, outside in freezing weather. Like they did have to do a lot of manual labor. Do you? I'm sorry. Yeah. I have so many questions. Yeah. Do you know what type of facility it was? Was it a mental health facility? Was I don't it think like they're a, mental. I don't think these are like they do offer they? therapy here. These facilities. I don't know. What's the facility that she was sent it's to? It's Turnabout Ranch. Turn. Okay, continue. Um. So, uh, so it's it's kind of like a prison for troubled kids. Is it? Oh. Is what is it? Was what it is. But without like being put into a like a prison cell. And I understand the purpose of these things. You know, you know, you go, you get therapy, you know, work on your academics. Um, you teach them about like hard work and like whatever, but. And it's supposed to have, like, a lasting impact on you. But I think that they probably need to focus more on, like, the therapy and psychology aspect of it rather than, like, this, like, punishment. You know what I mean? Because I don't know Mm -hmm. if any of these kids are really learning anything from being punished with, like... I understand the need for manual labor and, like, working hard because it kind of, like, creates, like, work ethic and it puts you into a routine. I don't know if they have a heavy focus on, like, the therapy portion of it. yeah, I just looked it up and Mm -hmm. it says... It's a therapeutic boarding school. Um, Is it? And Turnabout, a school and residential program for troubled teens. Um, Yeah, that kind of explains why it's like that. It's not like a mental health facility. It's not a rehab center. Like, it's a a boarding school, like, that, you know what I mean? They they facilitate therapy there. And, like, you know that, like, there's that whole... um, stigma of like what boarding schools were you know back in the day and that kind of thing so like it kind of matches up to that kind of name but that's crazy I mean so anyway she's asking for the shutdown of the center because people have been murdered there the labor is like ridiculous she says that it didn't help her she came back worse than she left and now this girl has been sexually like assaulted there so I'm seeing it says lawsuit against turnabout ranch in Escalante alleges repeated sexual abuse. Yeah, so it's crazy. They really need to look into that because we're supposed to be helping kids and not like making it Yeah, worse. I mean, even like, like, and again, if you're, like I was saying, this is just my belief and opinion. Like, I don't know the statistics or like the data behind this, but probably like if a teen is like troubled, quote unquote, in that way, or let's say acting out, it's like for an underlying reason. And like, mm-hmm. yes, like you said, therapy should be the focus or figuring out what is like the cause rather than like sending them to a boarding school where these types of things are happening. That's not going to make Because if them it is better. like a mental illness, you're thinking to yourself, like while you're there, you're like, why am I being punished for things that I can't yeah, control? Yeah, that's not how rehab centers, yeah. like if you think of an alcoholic and let's say out, like an alcoholic acts out, like that's not how they're treated in like hot, like in rehab centers. Mm-hmm. Like they're, they're they yeah. give you like the, I, from my understanding, they give you the core, like a routine and yes. like that to kind of, that like the structure and routine is like, of course, and the therapy and like the talk, you know what I mean? Like talking about your yeah. addiction and stuff like that are the main things. Um, and they do things for you to fill your time when you're in this, like, and maybe it's not, I don't, I don't think it's as much as a labor as it is like hobbies and like things mm-hmm. that you can do. So that's like, that seems like it defeats the purpose. Like this whole I mean, the name is weird to I know, me. Like turn ab- <laughs> turn well, about. It's, it's like creepy. Like imagine you pull it up, and there's like all these people, like no. white white outfits, are like welcome to Turnabout Ranch. Like you know, and it's like hypnotizing, and it's, it's like weird. gross. Like it just seems so cold, and yeah, like that would scare. The I hate shit it. Out of I me. hate the whole thing. I would never send my yeah. kids there. No. So the person that died was actually a 61 year old um, 
a 61 year old um, staff member and like a kid a kid beat the staff a 60 year old kid beat the staff member this, like they're I mean it seems like the environment that they're producing could escalate like these behaviors that they're trying to like so called help these kids with like if you create this type of environment like it's hostile environment yeah like yeah. that's not like that should not be the case there yes of course like think like everybody makes choices and it depends like it depends on the person but like you also should be creating a totally different type of environment yeah yeah that's really sad it's sad they should shut it down <laughs> yeah but. i want to talk about governor cuomo is this that is this that say cuomo like no, do you say it's just, it's no. a cuomo yeah that way so no you no cuomo no it's not cuomo so it's cuomo yeah that's interesting whatever um okay so basically he put out a statement um he didn't put out a statement he did an interview and um is it an interview was it a press conference a press conference about these allegations against him um and so you know i have a lot to say because i actually thought it wasn't bad but lena's brother tried to rip me a new asshole so (laughs) let's talk about this um he, here are some of the key points that he said. So if you guys don't know, there's uh, sexual harassment allegations um, put out against him by past like staff members, I guess. And this is what he said. He basically said, here's a few talking points. He said that the attorney general is doing a review and he will fully cooperate. Um, he's saying that his lawyers are, are telling him not to say anything. And because he's a lawyer, he understands that. But he did want to say a couple of things so that people aren't like left wondering. He said he fully supports a woman's right to come forward. Um, he said he understands that he acted in a way that made people feel uncomfortable and it was unintentional. He apologizes for it. He feels bad for it. And he's embarrassed. He said he did not touch anyone inappropriately and he didn't know that he was making anyone feel uncomfortable and he never meant to offend or hurt anybody so I thought and like you know what I still stand by this though I actually think that his like statement to this is better than anyone's that I have heard in a while when they're accused of something like this a lot of people either don't say anything at all um or they lie or they ignore it they don't even I don't know they just kind of like let it like happen and I what whatever I just didn't know what he was gonna do because he's an active politician it's not like somebody who is like an actor and doesn't have anything coming out so he's not really in the spotlight he's at home hiding like this is somebody who's actively working and in the media and has to answer questions and has to do interviews and has to do press conferences so um it was important for him to say something now we don't really know what happened. There's allegations that he said a lot inappropriate things. And to me, it seems like he's owning up to them without really saying what which parts of it there those are true and which aren't because there's been several allegations. But what he is saying is that he didn't touch anybody. Um, and that's one thing he's like clarifying for sure. But he's not denying that he did not say inappropriate things to women. Um, and in his mind, he didn't know that they were inappropriate. Now, some of the things that he's been accused of like clearly are inappropriate, but... And he's, I guess, taking ownership of it now that they've come to light. Um, he did say he's not resigning and there's a lot of work to be done in the state. Um, and he said that he really asks people for wait to wait for the facts from the attorney general before forming their own opinion. And he said, please make a decision when you know the facts, which I agree with. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, there's a lot of, you know, allegedly going on in this situation. Um, but... I'm glad he said something. Maybe it's not what everyone wanted to hear, but it was enough for people to be like, okay, like let him to 
continue doing his job until he can't do his job anymore or shouldn't do his job anymore. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think, like, we don't know if he lied or not. He definitely 100%, like, could have lied. Mm-hmm. And then he Yeah, never- he could have he been like, I didn't do anything. No, no, I'm saying, he like, could he, be like, with his statement that he did give, yeah. he could still be lying. Yeah, or he could have actually physically touched somebody. So yeah. we, we, don't, we don't know. Yeah. And but then, he did, it seemed like he was admitting to a portion and not the I other. I mean, that's where I think, like, my brother disagrees and, like... I don't think he... I don't think there's been any allegations of him actually touching anyone, like, physically. Yeah. I think it's all been verbal. Which is kind of his cop-out. Like, he's right. going to focus on what people didn't accuse him of, yeah. of rather than go in-depth on what yeah. he was accused of. So, like, I don't... He didn't say that, like, oh, I, he didn't admit to doing anything inappropriate. He just said, oh, I'm sorry if I made someone feel uncomfortable, which, like puts the blame on like the other party versus like oh I didn't know and acting kind of like ignorant that this is inappropriate or this would make someone uncomfortable it's like pretty obvious like in this day and age and clear like what's crossing a boundary and a line and like a in a workforce and a relationship that like should be professional yeah um so I don't think he really like he didn't admit that he didn't anything inappropriate and so like I don't really alluded to Hmm? alluded to he I alluded think, to yeah. what he alluded that he did something inappropriate without really admitting to it like he alluded yeah to it. Yeah, yeah yeah exactly yeah. and then um yeah i don't think he really like took ownership i mean like if you like gauge the level of ownership like he took ownership enough to like address it but didn't yeah. take ownership enough to be like let's say he did say something inappropriate and it like comes out um in that light like he, he another way he could have dealt with this has been like yes like I did like speak to some of my staff, like female staff members inappropriately. And I apologize and yeah. I need to be more, uh, careful and X, Y, and Z. Like he didn't take that route, which I think would have been maybe if he, again, if he did do these things, the best thing, but yeah, yeah. he can't because it's like, a, a, it's a, he's yeah, a of lawsuit. course he's not going to yeah. implicate himself. Like he just yeah. wouldn't do that. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, for sure. And especially if there is like a case yeah. then he doesn't want to add to it and give basically evidence yeah. out or, or get, uh, admit like guilt, guilt that, yeah. that he <laughs> did it. So like, I don't feel like, I don't, I mean, the only credit I would personally give him is that he actually addressed it. And even in that case, I don't feel like he had an option because he is in, in the public eye. Yeah. So yeah. I don't really like give him any pats on the back. Yeah. Like I didn't think he was, I don't know much about him. I just, I knew him more from like the beginning of COVID and like being the governor of New York and there was a lot of COVID cases there. So that's how I saw him speak. And I know. Yeah. Um, that's like when he really was like, yeah, like that's there. how yeah. I know him. Like if you're not really following politics like that, then you don't really know him. But yeah. like, you just need to like err on the side of caution. Like always. Or just like, if, don't be an idiot. Yeah. Like, there's like, like everyone in life. There's like, don't yeah, be an idiot. Like, like, you know, what's right or wrong. Exactly. I think we should know you, by and now. And if you're not sure, like, that's what I'm saying. Err on the side yeah. of caution. If you're yeah. like, mm, this would like, this doesn't seem inappropriate to me, but like, I can see how it might make someone feel uncomfortable. So I'm not going to say it rather yeah. than just like be super free with your words, especially when you're in this kind of position of power. Like mm-hmm. you need to be very careful with what you say, what you do, like, People are watching you, like, again, yeah, you're just, you're in a position of power, like, take it seriously, so that's really unfortunate, and the fact that, like, obviously, we know that this goes on in, like, so many places and so many ways we don't know about, but every time it, like, comes to light, I'm just like, damn, like, wow, Mm -hmm. like, this is happening, like, all the time, every day, in every sector, yeah, like, just all the time, like, this is a consistent problem, like, it's not going away. We'll see. It's gonna um, 
Keep developing. Okay, the last thing we're talking about in Talkworthy is Texas Governor Greg Abbott and Mississippi Governor Tate Reeves. By the way, you guys know I can't pronounce shit anyway. Like, English is, like, really low on my list of language. <laughs> it's the last one I learned, so it's very hard for me, okay? Just bear with me. Um, are, they're lifting their county mask mandates and announced that businesses could open at full capacity. So, um... They said, Mississippi and Texas said, no more masks, and you can open your indoor business at full capacity, fuck this 50% capacity, and yeah, um, I feel like we're so close. Like, I feel like we're they're so- They're gonna ruin it. They're gonna ruin it. Yep. When I read this, I was like, what in the Florida is happening? Because like, this sounds to me like Florida. This is some Florida, Floridian shit. Floridian? Yeah. Flow rider shit. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like some flow rider shit. Flow rider like that. <laughs> oh, I love flow rider. Um, great performer, by the way. So I'm like, what the fuck? I had to reread it and I'm like, are you guys kidding no, me? My, I was, We're like four months away from everyone being able to have the vaccine. Like, hopefully by choice, not by like force, because like, come on. But like we're four four months six months away from it uh, six months maybe, okay yeah. like 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 okay like keep the mask on at least the mask i feel like they could have waited i feel like at least yeah, keep the masks have. on they, i heard that on the news while i was eating dinner last night and i was like they're so look dumb. opening businesses at full capacity and like restaurants at full capacity indoors the only reason why i can understand it is because people are really struggling with money like really really struggling and the government is not doing enough to help people at all businesses are shutting down so people are frustrated it's like either give us money or let us like figure it out and i understand the frustration but the mask thing is well, like beyond I me re- like i heard on the news that a private business can still require people to wear masks yeah. in their business even if the state the is state not says no. yeah which, which is good yeah which is good yeah like that's bro like what why just open the businesses i mean i was under the impression that the masks were gonna last for like a while like even, even after, after the vaccines, the vaccines. Why? There's still different. You're going to invest in a nice mask? No, I'm just no I will never. I'm just not so, that person. No, and I, like, I hate the fabric mask. ones. Like, they don't even do anything for me. It's like, why would I invest in, like, a nice one? I hate no, them. I could never. No. It's no. just, like, it's the blue surgical mask for me. A hundred percent. That's about it. Like, yeah. that's all you're going to see me in. Um, yeah. So, that's that. Um, okay, guys. We're going to get into the dropping gem segment. In today's dropping gem segment, we're going to focus on something that I saw on social media. Um, it was a quote that said, get around women who talk about vision and ideas, not other people. I did not get that from your Instagram. No, I know. I it's, saw it earlier. Yeah, we both yeah. Um, follow the account. Yeah, it's like so a... Funny. Boss, Boss Babe, Inc. Yeah. I like all like their content and a lot of the stuff they mm-hmm. post. So um, although this quote can be applied to both men and women, it does say women in here. And, and because it's like International Women's Day, I kind of want to focus on women. Um, the first thing that I thought about when I saw this quote is the idea of like gossip, right? Um, and I want to start out with the term gossip. I think that gossip like has a negative connotation to it. So instead, let's kind of stick to just the phrase like just talking about others um and you know I don't think it's necessarily bad to discuss other people when you're with your group of friends I think that it all depends on context and of course like intention and you have to ask yourself when you're having these conversations with your friends or like quote unquote gossiping when you're having these conversations like what is the intention are you being a hater um are you spreading malicious rumors are you judging um are you sharing this information for some sort of personal gain it's important to ask yourself are your friendships 
surrounded or built on gossip or talking about others, right? Um, is that the only way that you and your friends bond? And is there any substance or depth in that? Um, or are you simply sharing information with someone else, right? So when you're sharing or exchanging information, it's usually information that we can personally make like a moral judgment on. Um, and I think having conversations about other people's decisions or situations can actually benefit us because it can make us more reflective of ourselves, make us reflect on how we would add if we were in that situation, if we were in their position. Um, and it would also create like a dialogue between you and your friends because you get to learn more about them and how they would behave in this situation that you're talking about or quote unquote gossiping about. Right. Um, I think that the intention, the context, and the subject matter, like in which these conversations are happening, is really like the the more like the important thing, um, because it's true. Someone who's like a secure person doesn't feel the need to like spread rumors for some sort of attention or bond or gain. So if you're again, if you're looking at it that way, then you probably shouldn't be having these conversations with your friends gossiping, spreading information or whatever. But with, with that being said, I think a better use of, you know, your time, my time, everyone's time and our energy is having more like positive and uplifting conversations. I think that when women come together and exchange stories, ideas, experiences, um, it actually, I don't, I think like we're unbeatable because we just go through so much as women and we experience so much and we're so, there's so much depth to us that when we share these experiences, we can actually use them for the betterment of ourselves, the society. Um, and I think that when we're not in competition with ourselves, whether it's like, you know, who's more interesting, who's better looking, who's more stable or whatever, we really are unmatched. And I think that, you know, we can uplift one another in our thoughts. I think that when we um, bond on more like positive things, then like grassroots change really happens. I think that progress happens and our resilience can really motivate one another when we exchange these experiences and, th and these stories. So I think that that's like a different form of bonding. And I think that a lot more power lies in that rather than gossiping, you know, in an, uh, with a negative intention. So, yeah. You said that really well. And I think this is an important topic. I really like the, the quote that you shared as well. And I think women sometimes, it, whether it's like in business or like personal or beauty or like any type of topic, they're like sometimes hesitant to share information. And I feel like that's where, like, like you said, like growth and like we can propel other women and like lift mm -hmm. other women up by sharing information. And it's not a competition between each woman. It's like each woman is like the building block for the, for the next, um, woman. So yeah, I definitely think, uh, it, we need to be more of like a team player in like mm -hmm. um our like friendships and just like women you come across whether acquaintances or colleagues or friends of friends and kind of just like spread that and like spread that love and share that to just keep that momentum going because I feel like in the last like few years or the last like five years I think it's become more common and like mm -hmm. women are becoming more like accepting and um, of other women and like their different choices like everybody's different the one thing that you said that was interesting that I've also learned in like the last few years is like a lot of people will say what they'll do in a situation of somebody else mm -hmm. someone else's situation that they've never been, been in, in. Mm -hmm. and it's very hard 
that for you to know what you would do when you were in that Mm -hmm. situation. I think like I'm somewhere kind of in the middle. Like I still think like, you know yourself and you can use your past experiences to determine how you would act in a certain situation in the future and like who you are, what you stand for, what are your morals and values. But also again, like you never know until you really experience something and like you also change and you grow. Yeah. Um, So I think that's interesting too. I, I mean, I don't, I don't see the point and the value anymore in like making a statement or a judgment on anyone else when you haven't been in their like shoes or in their like mm-hmm. place. And that can be a wide range of things. That could be anything. Um, there's, it's just not productive. And so mm-hmm. like, I think the point of this word. topic, yeah, this topic is like, let's use our words, our thoughts and our time for like productive conversations. And let's bond on different things. Exactly. Yeah. And like, yeah, it's never been, um, I see the benefit in the exchange of conversations or information about like yeah. other people's experiences and situations. Yeah. I totally get it. Um, but yes, I think there's more productive things we can do with our time. Yeah. I, um, ways we can. Yeah. yeah. I mean, rather than saying like, oh, I would never do that or look at what this person yeah, yeah, did. Yeah. Like you don't know what you, you would don't do. Know. And why yeah. are you spending the time like thinking about a scenario that may never happen in your life? Yeah, that's true. So like I, but I, I want to like clarify, I do think it's also important. Like if you see another woman in a, in a relationship or making a decision in their life or in business and you speak about it with another friend, like again, like you said, it always comes back comes back to intention Mm -hmm. it's like you're talking about that to learn something from that or like kind of how we operate and on this podcast to see it from a different perspective Mm -hmm. or why that person may have done that yeah uh, have uh, made that decision yeah why that person uh, made that decision I think that's beneficial Mm -hmm. so again I agree I think everything always comes down to your intention and I think um I also think people sometimes use intention as an excuse. Like, oh, that wasn't my intention. It's Mm -hmm. like some things are very clear about like what's kind of right and wrong and like what it seems like your intention was and like how it came across. Mm -hmm. Um, So just to like be be careful with that. But also, yeah, like I've never been someone to place judgment on, on other people. To me, it's always been like it's none of my business. Like that's between that person and God. Like I don't know their life. I don't know yeah. their experiences. I don't know what they're like going through. Um, so I always try to like lead with grace and like not judge. Like I don't like judgmental people and I don't like to judge people. I yeah. try. And even if like subconsciously I may do that or I find myself going down that kind of like path in in my thoughts I always try to like rail myself back in like you don't know like this is like not what you need to be thinking about so um yeah and it's also hard I don't know if you have anything to say on this like if you like find yourself um having someone in your life whether it's a friend or like you're in a situation in, with a group of women and one woman is gossiping, like, mm-hmm. how do you, like, handle that situation? It's just, like, it's hard because, like, women are you so just have sensitive. To, yeah, you have to, like, so, navigate like, the conversation in a different direction. Yeah, but if that, yeah, if that's someone's innate nature. Or you nature, just don't react. Yeah, And then or they'll you see that, like, no yeah. one's participating yeah. or in the you, conversation. Yeah, yourself if it's, like, getting to be too much. Yeah. So, yeah, that's all. Just a uh, little reminder that... Uh, we have a lot to offer when we come together and work together and build together. So happy International Women's Day. Thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure to leave a rating and a review if you're listening on podcast audio apps. If you're watching on YouTube, give this video a thumbs up, leave a comment, subscribe, um, and follow me at Starring Milana. Follow Lena at Lena Noraldine and our production company at Noir Notebook. And we will be back next Monday. Bye.